Welcome back, everyone, to another Vegan Academy podcast. I got a yeah, special guest again, all the way from the USA. Online vegan coach, helping vegans not only to lose weight, but also to show them the effects of, for example, toxic emotions on the immune system and what is alkaline living. I got here with me, William House. Yes, sir. <laughs> glad to glad to be on the podcast, man. Glad you you know to have me here and everything, man. It's my pleasure, man. I'm very glad that you reached out. Um, yeah, first of all, I would like to say introduce yourself a little bit. You are doing probably so much more than uh, what I could just mention in one sentence. So uh, I would say, give it a go. <laughs> yes, sir. So my name is William House. Um, they call me Do It All Vegan. Instagram name, my nickname. So. You know, my ultimate goal is, you know, to help people reach their full potential. So it's more than just, you know, what you put in your body. So my saying is, you know, you take control of your health, you take control of your life because people don't realize, you know, without without optimal health, you can't really do too much. You know, when you're healthy, you can do whatever you want in life. That's just a little bit, you know, what I do. You know, I specialize in the plant-based, the plant-based niche, the alkaline niche. So, yep. Awesome. I, I can imagine like a lot of people listening have no clue what alkaline is. Uh, we spoke about it a little bit before. Would you like to explain a little bit more about that? Yeah. So just really to keep it simple as possible, really just all alkaline means is just basically foods made by nature, you know, so they're not hybridized, you know, they're just really just like natural foods. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy how nowadays you got to use certain words just for really normal. So it's really alkaline is just like normal foods, you know, that really have an alkalizing effect on the body. So all the alkalizing effect means just, just a positive effect on the body, you know, um, nothing too, you know, nothing too much, just have a positive effect on the body. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know, of course, like, uh, I think Dr. Savi is one of the big, uh, or was maybe one of the big role models in that community. Unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, what, what do you see when it comes to like vegan nutrition, plant-based nutrition that people struggle with in general? What are like some of the main questions that a lot of people come to you about? So like is veganism's growing, you know, people don't realize that when something grows also like a lot of BS comes along with it. So, you know, nowadays so many people come to me about the vegan lifestyle, like, oh, this is vegan. So it must be you know, it must be healthy. They come to me like, well, dang, I switched plant-based. Why am I gaining weight? Or why am I not gaining more energy? Not realizing that uh, even though, you know, what we call it in the United States is the sad diet, the standard American diet, <laughs> that a lot of the foods that they're eating in the standard American diet are also the foods that they're going to be eating plant-based, you know? So they don't realize that, you know, they switch plant-based, but they're still consuming some of those foods that are having um, a harmful effect on the body. Like really like processed foods, um, a lot of junk food, you know, it's just like, well, this is vegan and they're not realizing that, you know, like you're going to have to switch your lifestyle. So you're going to have to understand the difference between whole natural foods and processed foods, junk foods. Even some whole foods are better than other whole foods. I recommend, recommend quinoa over like white rice or brown rice just because you know like how starchy and everything it is and a lot of people don't know that you know the food combining the way they're combining foods is also you know possibly causing gas possibly causing 
loading. So they have to understand that it's so much more than just switching to plant-based that they have to understand, you know, about the body. Mm, that's an interesting one, man. The food combinations. I uh, can imagine that not a lot of people heard about that before. Like what are some of the combinations that people better avoid in general? Most definitely. So, you know, um, a lot of people have questions about fruit sugar, you know, it's like, is this the same type of sugar as processed sugar and not realizing, not understanding that it's definitely a big difference, but if combined wrong, it will spike your blood sugar, you know, just like processed sugars. So, um, fruits digest faster than any other food, you know, unless you like you're juicing and drinking juice. So, they're not really meant to be combined with other foods. And if you are combining them with other foods, you want to combine them with like leafy greens or like raw foods in a smoothie form. And it also depends on, you know, like um, your level of health too. Um, because a lot of people, you know, are very insulin resistant. So they don't want to eat a lot of high sugar fruits at the time. They want to eat low, lower fruits, uh, fruits that are lower in sugar are like, a lot of greens you know to um come back into balance so a lot of people um like doctors don't uh really know so they don't they can't preach on something they don't know you know they can't preach like the science behind it and everything so um when it comes to like food combining really you want to eat like more like raw foods with raw foods um if you don't if people don't know what raw foods are those are basically foods that aren't cooked mm. so you want to combine raw with raw and you wanna um, you wanna combine like starchy vegetables with carbs or starchy vegetables with proteins. A lot of times when you combine like proteins and carbs like brown rice, you know, like it causes a lot of bloating and everything too. So really you wanna mm. combine like veggies with a protein source or veggies with a carb source. Uh, that's super interesting, man. So like the the uh, in vegan also a very popular diet of like having a plate of uh, a, a tofu with uh, like some uh, whatever grain quinoa is actually not the best kind of combination right <laughs> well quinoa is that, yeah quinoa is a little different um you want to soak quinoa so it kind of goes into like the starchy like the starchy vegetable um when you soak it you know what i'm saying because um what happens through the process so like you don't really want to be mixing like tofu and like brown rice or you know like tofu and like white rice or tofu and beans just because um the process is going to go through through the digestive system that's super interesting man i think a lot of people can take something away from that i i would actually like to know also a little bit like how did you get into this like how like how long are you vegan what was your transition and, and how did you find out all about this and what maybe also like got you so passionate about that most definitely um uh what got me into like veganism is really like having family members pass away you know but i was i was at a younger age then so you know i really didn't understand like everything was going on i'm just like oh well you know like health problems they just kind of run in the family and everything like that i'm like yeah it's kind of unfortunate and then as i got older you know like i had a lot of Basically, I was getting a lot of the problems that my family members had. I'm just like, I just kind of got tired of it. You know, I'm like, I'm going to the doctor. You know, I'm on like five, six different medications, you know, sinus infections every year, seasonal allergies, you know, just just sick, you know, missing days of school, always having to get doctor's notes. And then I'm just like, well, I'm going to the doctor and everything. And 
I'm getting prescribed the same medicine and I just keep coming back like there's there's no change. So, you know, that's when I kind of was like, man, it got it got to be something better than this, you know, like <laughs> so it's like that's when I kind of like took my health into my own hands. And um when I was in school in 2015, I was in um college in California. And that's when I started like diving deep into health. I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't plant-based, but that's when I started noticing like how important health like really is. And so when I finished college, my last semester in 2018, May of 2018, um, I went plant-based for a month and I was just like, whoa, like I'm performing better in class. I'm remembering a lot better. I'm sleeping a lot better. But at the time I couldn't keep up with it because I didn't have the funds. I didn't have a job. So, but I seen like the benefits from it. And then when I got out of college, I went fully plant-based, you know, I started making some money and then I started educating myself more and more. And like the deeper, the more I learned, the more I wanted to learn. And that's when I, you know, I got myself off all medications, been, you know, medication free for about the last three years. And wow. so I just promote more of a, appreciate it, promote more of a holistic plant-based um approach you know let people know like this doesn't this doesn't have to be the way you don't have to suffer you aren't meant to surf, suffer you know it's just like a lot of a lot of the choices that we make are the reasons for our suffering you know um we just have to understand that we have to take responsibility you know for our life i love how you say that man taking responsibility and that we don't have to suffer i think if i look around my environment and look around uh, my family members and all the kind of things and family members of, of, of friends and close ones, you know, like a lot of people nowadays accept certain normalities that are actually not normal. And uh, we accept that by the time that we're 50, 55, 60, that we can get all sorts of cancer, that we can get a heart attack, that we have a high blood pressure, uh, high cholesterol. And suddenly all these things became quotes normal well i think they aren't and they shouldn't be accepted as normal right so i uh, i really like how that drove you to to take more action and is that also something like in your work like preventive that you focus a lot on with the people that you work with most definitely i tell them it's much easier to prevent than the reverse even though it can be it can be done but people don't understand when you're a lot healthier you know, it, I'm not saying to get off track, but it gives you some leeway to make, you know, like to make those mistakes without it being that harmful to your body. You know, people don't understand this. It's not one one bad meal that gets you in trouble. It's the habit of, you know, that one bad meal turning into three bad meals, turning into weeks of bad meals, months of bad meals. So it's like, you know, when your body's in a healthier state, you know, and you eat one bad meal, it's, it's not going to do your body no harm. You know, you just don't want to fall back into that habit. You know what I'm saying? That got you there in the first place. And what I like to teach a lot of people is, you know, it's kind of like once you learn, once you get certain information, it's just like you can't go back to your old ways. And when you do go back to your old ways, you know, it's like, man, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't <laughs> be doing that. You know, which pushes you and motivates you to get back to where you should be. So I always tell people, you know, education is the most important. Um, that's why when I do coaching, you know, I don't really do meal plans because I'm just like, well, what's the use of a meal plan if you don't even understand why you're eating the food? Because it's just like, what if you get tired of this meal? You know, what if you get off track? You know, so it's just like, you need to understand, you know, more of how the body works, how foods affect the body, you know, how stress affects the body. So it's like, 
it's so much more than just, you know, the food and just the meal plan. But, you know, a lot of people don't understand that because we're really not taught that. Yeah, kind of strange, right? How we're not taught these simple <laughs> basics, actually, of how to take care of our own body. So that's why I'm also so thankful for having people like you around, William, that can actually help people to transform their health. And as you said already, your health is just not only what you eat, right? It goes way beyond that. Would you like to explain a little bit about that as well? The most important thing when it comes to taking, you know, control of your health is the mindset because people don't understand without the proper mindset, you could be eating healthy foods. But if you think those foods are harmful to your body, it's going to do you, it's going to do you no good. Like, I mean, I have a lot of clients that, you know, switch over like, man, I'm going to try eating healthy. This doesn't work. And that doesn't work. And it's just like, you know, you're stuck in the mindset that nothing's worked. So it's just like nothing is going to work. So I always like teach on the mindset part first because really like um, healing starts in the mind. You know, like yeah. the mind is the most, you know, the most powerful thing you have. So, you know, when, you, when you're thinking like positivity, um, gratitude, you know, um, living in the sense of appreciation, you know, everything starts to like go a lot better. You know, a lot of people um, – outside of just eating unhealthy they're so stressed out not even realize that if you're eating healthy foods and you're stressed out that stress shuts the body down so even if you're eating healthy your body's not using the nutrients from those healthy foods that it normally would because you're so stressed out you know like your organs are now over functioning or under functioning so it's it's more of like you know i teach on how to deal with stress in a you know healthy way because we're we're all going to face stress. You know, stress is just a part of life, but you know, it's just at the end of the day, how we deal with that, you know, it's going to have an effect on, you know, where we go from there. Yeah. And so what are some of the ways that you teach people how to better deal with stress in general? Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is um, a morning routine. You know, I'm a big person on how you start your day drives your day. You know, you win the morning, you win the day because it's just like a lot of people don't notice like stuff kind of falls, falls together. Like, you know, they say like one bad thing happens. Now another bad thing happens, you know. So we always want to start the day, you know, as best as we can. So how what I teach my clients is your first hour, the hour and a half of the day, you know, no phone, no social media. It's all about you. Because I tell my clients that they're the prize, they're the significant value, that nothing in life moves without you. You know, if you're not here, nothing else matters. So, you know, I start off with, you know, meditation, um, meditation, yoga. I send all my clients a goal journal. So it's just like, hey, you see your goals for the day? You know, what's your schedule going to be for the day and how that's going to lead to your weekly goal, to your monthly goal, to your three-month goal? So that's the biggest thing I start with is um, taking control of the, your morning. Awesome. I'm a big fan of that as well. It's definitely something that I do and uh, teach a lot also. Um, what I wanted to ask about that as well, like, like a routine, you don't build that overnight, right? I can imagine mm -hmm. and I, I know firsthand how hard it can be to just completely jump in the new and start to build up a whole routine. Like what would be your advice for people just – wanting to make that first step and just wanting to make that change, what would be your advice for that? My advice would be don't expect to be perfect. Um, Cause a lot of people think perfection equals results, but results equal results. 
So I tell them, you know, because a lot of times if people make one mistake, they think it's like the end of the world and, you know, they want to punish themselves. And it's like, it's just a mistake, you know, like it's okay. Like we don't have time to focus on the one mistake we, we made because we got goals that we want to get to. So before even like starting a routine or, you know, making that lifestyle change, just understand like it's okay not to be perfect. Focus on getting results um, because even – you know, nobody's going to be perfect. Even in some ways, perfection wouldn't equal results. So if somebody could do, let's say, five push-ups for 30 days, but their result was to put on muscle, you know, they're probably not going to see too much muscle from, you know, doing five push-ups a day, but they was perfect, you know, so it's just like focus on results, not perfectionism. And what is like one of the things that can help people just actually getting started in that process of like starting to implement it, how do you get people from just where they are today to just, yeah, moving forward a little bit? Just take it, you know, just take it one step at a time. So, you know, you don't have to have a like full plan, you know, put together because like if you just get up and meditate, you know, most likely you're going to, it's going to feel good. So you, now you're going to want to do another like good thing. So it's like, oh man, like, you know, like instead of like say eating like, oh, eggs for breakfast, I want to eat a smoothie because this smoothie is going to make me feel good. This like, oh, now I want to work out. So it's just like you don't even have a plan together, but because, you know, you're taking steps in the right direction. Now you want to take another step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Right. It's just that link. <laughs> also, how you said earlier of like uh, that one bad meal leads to a whole week of bad meals to a lifetime of both eating, eating bad meals. So I think there's so much power into just taking one thing at a time, right? Um, yes. You, you, you mentioned as well, and that was like one of the posts that I recently saw from you that was like, yeah, just nailed it, I think, was like the effects of toxic emotions on the immune system. Would you like to go into that a little bit? You touched it briefly a little bit before already? Most definitely. Um, people don't understand that, yes, emotions – it's good um, to have emotions, but, you know, negative emotions aren't natural. You know, we've been taught that, you know, like we just been taught in this world, like so much about like struggle and, you know, anger, not realizing like the effect that that has like on the body. Like we don't realize like when we're angry, we're jealous, you know, we feel hate. That's like, that's really like disease in the body. You know, because it's just like that's we're not supposed to live in a state of anger, hate, rage. It's like, yeah, at times, you know, we will feel those emotions. But, you know, if we're just living in those emotions, we're not dealing with those emotions in the proper way. You know, we're not releasing those emotions. I know, especially for, you know, a lot of guys where we're taught to suppress our emotions, you know, like be masculine, like, yeah, you're not supposed to feel this, you're not. You're not supposed to hurt, you know, you're not supposed to cry, not realizing that that's taking a devastating effect, you know, on our bodies. So we're going to have to learn, you know, to face those emotions, like acknowledge them. A lot of times we act as if they aren't there, but we're still feeling them. So we have to face those emotions and, you know, we have to deal with those emotions in a healthy way in order to relieve those emotions so we can feel, you know, better emotions such as joy, happiness, you know, living in a state of abundance. Yeah. Awesome. I really, uh, really like how you say that, like, especially as a guy, right? Like there's such an overstate of uh, what masculine should be. And uh, yeah, it, I think it has a, has a big effect on, on how a lot of us deal with our emotions. So I also would like to ask you the, 
the follow-up question on that, like, so what is then a proper way on how to release that? So something that I started with, you know, for myself, um, when I moved into my own place was you don't want to like live in a state of that, like all day. So, you know, some days are better than others. You know, some days you wake up, you feeling really good. Then some days you waking up, you feel like, ah, so on those days when I wake up, I, I'm feeling like, ah, like I always ask myself, is there, is there something that you're feeling today that needs to be released? You know, is there something that you're feeling today that's taking away like your joy? And if I am, I ask myself, what, what is that that you're feeling? You know, once I come across that, I'll ask myself, why are you feeling this way? You know, is it, is it something that's going on in the world? Is it something that somebody said to you? Is it something, you know, do you feel like you should be doing something better in your life? And then, you know, from there, I deal with that emotion. I'm like, okay, what needs to change? Do you need to release, you know, like, do you need to cry? Because a lot of times it's like, man, talk taught not to cry you know not feeling not realize that after we release that emotion we feel a lot better so it's just really like um diving in with myself on why i'm feeling the way i'm feeling you know a lot of times we feel these emotions that we don't even know why like you know somebody asks you like, whoa like, i'm so angry but you know why am i angry so you know i would recommend like taking the first you know after you do your morning routine just take 30 minutes to just ask yourself how do you feel today you know like why are you feeling why are you feeling this way you know, some days you may need to take more times than others just because of what's going on. And it's okay because you have to understand that self-love and self-care is the most important thing that you can do in life. You know, you have to take care of yourself. And, you know, that way, once you spend like those first 30 minutes, you don't have to focus on that for the rest of the day, you know, because it's so much harder to focus on something when you don't know why you're feeling that way. So now you're walking around like angry all day. And it's like, well, like, why am I even feeling this late? <laughs> And you get more angry because you don't even know why you're feeling that way because you're not dealing with what you need to deal with. Really important to have that conversation with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. well, yeah, awesome. I really like how you share this perspective, man. Uh, thank you for, uh, for that, <laughs> William. I, I, and there's, there's another one. We, we're going a little bit from left to right, but I just like to pick your brain on some various topics because I really feel that you have a lot of valuable information to share with us today. I, I recently saw a post, and it also comes back a little bit to like, uh, taking care of your body and alkaline living as well. One thing that we often forget is the water that we drink. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> me personally, um, I only recommend like distilled water because um, like hydration is so very important. You know, the body is roughly around 65 to 70% water, which means every function in the body requires water to operate and most people don't understand you know that is always you know nutrition wise what i tell my clients to change first is the type of water that they drink um because most don't understand i tell them look at it this way if you're eating if you're eating a poor diet and also drinking unclean or unhealthy water imagine the effects that's having on you know your body a lot of times you know we don't see the effects going on inside our body because we can't see what's going on inside of us. But you know, like eating all those like acidic foods along with drinking, you know, water that's unclean is just basically like setting up an environment, you know, calling for disease. So why I recommend distilled water is, you know, it's just like the purest form of water. All it is is like water. I know a lot of people, I get the question like, well, what about like the minerals in water? And, and I tell people, you know, my water is simply meant for hydration to help clean and flush out toxins in the body. 
you know, it's kind of like when people want minerals and stuff with water, I kind of see them like kind of trying to get the easy way out, kind of like a supplement. Like what supplement can I take, you know, to get this instead of going straight to the source? So I tell them, you know, water is meant to help hydrate, clean, and flush out toxins where vitamins and minerals are meant to be getting from the food that we eat. Mm, interesting topic, man, because would you like to also maybe go into a little bit why to avoid tap water then in specific? Oh, yes, most definitely. So I have like a TDS meter. Um, so TDS meter stands for like total dissolved solids in water. So it's just like there's a lot of, especially in tap water, you know, in um, over here in the United States. So the average cup of tap water has around 250 dissolved solids in it. So that's things that we don't see that we're putting into our body that are harmful. So, you know, such as like fluoride, um, heavy metals, even things such as parasites that people don't see are in, you know, tap water. So you want to stay um, away from tap water at all costs because it's just like, it's just things in there that you can't see, but they're definitely causing harm to your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm very aware of that also. Yeah. So you you use like a, a water distiller for that? Like you distill the tap water, or how, what is the process that you do for yourself? Because I think for a lot of people, the first thing that they're gonna come up with, yeah, but that's very expensive. <laughs> Most definitely. So um, I definitely do use um, a water distiller. So it distills. Um, it distills the tap water. So basically, like it boils it it boils it to a certain temperature to where it leaves the solids in the water behind and you're actually able to see in the machine like all the solids that are in the water and you're just like whoa this is really in the water like dang like how is that in the water and i couldn't see it and so it boils it to a certain temperature and it leaves the solids behind and then on the outside of like the water distiller you know the water vapor turns back into water to where it's just pure clean water yeah awesome and I always tell people, you know, like um, people always say like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have money for my health. You know, they would probably say the water distill is a little expensive. Like, oh, I don't have money for my health. And I'm just like, okay, like if you don't have money for your health, you don't have money to improve yourself. Then like, you know, you shouldn't have money for anything else. Then it's just like, well, you know, so it's kind of like um, it just really comes, you know, back to, you know, like, what do you really want in life? So I always ask people like, you know, I think the question that people struggle with on, you know, like improving their health is, you know, like, well, I do want to be healthy, healthier. But it's just like the question I always ask is like, why? Because too many times people don't ask like the why behind it. You know, when you start figuring out the why, such as like, you know, I want to improve my performance so I can make more money or, you know, I want to be a role model for my kids. Then it's just like, you know, you have a lot more intention behind it to you know invest you know whatever you need to invest not just money but you know invest the time you know invest the discipline you know invest what you need to so you can get the results because you know why you're doing what you're doing so a lot of times we kind of just want to be healthier because we see somebody with a nice body or we see a commercial but it's just like at the end of the day you have to know why you want to do that for you yeah man the reason behind it right that's what keeps you going yeah, yes, sir. Uh, you, I wanted to ask you one uh, last question about like uh, the living healthy part, so to say. And you mentioned quickly acidic foods. Um, 
we're, we're not talking about lemons and oranges here, right? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Then? Would you like to explain it a little bit? So acidic foods is more like foods that, you know, cause blockages like in the body. You know, I refer to them kind of like it's like dead foods because you can, you know, me personally, like you could put some meat next to some fruit and veggies and like you can see the difference. You can see like the life blowing off the food as opposed to like the meat. So it's just like to me, dead food has no energy. So it's like it's already dead. So when you put it in your body, it's going to do the body no good. So the body is so, so amazing that even when you put, put foods in it or things in it that's not supposed to be in it, it's so amazing that it's going to try to break down and use everything that it can in order to make, you know, to make it work out as best that it can. But me personally, like, I just prefer to put, you know, life in my body, like, hey, let's make it easy. Let's make it simple as possible. So Life foods, yeah, yeah. Like in uh, Ayurveda, they call it prana foods. Uh, that's prana also foods. high in yes, high in life energy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I, I love how you say that. Hey, uh, William, what I want to ask you, and this is like kind of like the have to ask question <laughs> in the show here because we have a little okay. tradition where we always kind of look ahead of the next year, what's to come, and what are kind of your predictions on on the following year. So that also. Uh, if, for example, in one year from now, we would do another podcast that can actually say like, hey, did this actually come true? So it can be personal, but it can also a little bit like what happens around us. What are your predictions so, on that? I love the question, man. So personally, I was just thinking, you know, like the other day, like my goal from, I'm not sure, like was it, let's say around September 1st is just, my goal is to change, you know, 100 lives, you know, to change 100 lives, working with 100 clients one-on-one, -on -one, you know, teaching them the ins and outs of health, you know, how to take control of their health, not only for themselves, but, you know, for their families, because really we're just passing down, um, passing down information. So my goal is to just, you know, change 100 lives and those 100 lives might go out and change a thousand lives. And, you know, those thousand lives might go out and change 10,000 lives. So my goal is, you know, just to keep it going and flow you know, of spreading, you know, the importance of health, you know, the importance of how important that you are in like, you know, like just being the best that you can in life. So that's my personal goal. I love that, man. How's the, how's the quote from, uh, from Tupac? Uh, I might not be the man that I, I forgot it, but like, you know, which one I mean, do you know it? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. How does it, I'm trying to think, how does it I go? might not be the man that influence a thousand people but i might spark the brain that does or something like oh. that i think it is oh yeah like i might not be the man to you know um like change a thousand lives but at least i can spark the brain that did yeah 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 i think it's that right like <laughs> i really love that one that's a really good quote awesome uh, william one last thing that i would like to ask you maybe uh, based on the topics that we have been speaking about uh, or your personal experience one last piece of advice that you would like to give to the people listening today. Last piece of advice is just to understand that you are the prize. You are the significant value. You know, I know it's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, but don't, don't let the way the world treats you determine your value in the way that you treat yourself. Understand that 
you know, like you are the value, you are the prize, and nobody can tell your worth except you. So love and take care of yourself and surround yourself with people that have like minds and, you know, that want to go somewhere in life and have big goals and ambitions. So dream big. Man, I love this positive message at the end of this episode. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, man. I uh, am really hyped from today's episode. I uh, hope the listeners could feel the energy uh, from you and uh, from this episode today as well. And yeah, of course, like always, uh, if you want to check out what William is doing, if you want to get in touch with him, definitely check out the description below because there will be the link to his social profile so you can get in touch with him. And yeah, we would love to connect with you further and hear your thoughts on this week's episode. William, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to another Vegan Academy podcast. And I hope to have you back next week for a new episode. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it.